This podcast is brought to you by Leo the Lion. <laughs> Slain the mane. Noun. A growth of long hair on the neck of a horse, lion, or other mammal. Guess that means I'm the other mammal? Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to ramble! Welcome to uh, <laughs> podcast volume one of Leo the Lion, Slain the Mean. And we're going to school you on just life in general. Life in general. Yeah, you know, it's, it's come down to this, where instead of kind of uh, formulating some type of plan to, to keep you listeners interested in what Slane and I, uh, you know, to- are getting topical about, it's going to be uh, quite literally us talking crap and seeing how long a yarn is. Uh, <laughs> and, and then we'll probably chop up some audio and make it work. Yeah, and, it work. and then it's going to be fancy. You guys are going to love it. You're going to love it. So <clears> you get to take part, as a listener, you get to take part in not only the naming of the podcast, but the planning of. Uh, you get to hear everything. This is as raw as it gets, bro. <laughs> this is quite literally as raw as it gets. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, your first step in, however this goes, might evolve into something different. So tell me, what have you, what have you been doing, bro? Uh, what have I been doing? Oh, that's, that's it, isn't it? So, I mean, we've, um, well, both of us have been cracking on at Radio Broadcasting School. 450 Queen Street. <laughs> Learning the tricks of the trade and have found out today that there, there's not likely to be a class next year. Yes, this is quite unfortunate. This yeah. is, it's incredibly unfortunate. You know what I was thinking? We've got all these students out here. So, for those of you who are unaware, uh, Monday to Thursday are our classes, and then on Friday they bring like a class full of school kids in, you know. And, uh, I, you know, I feel like normally these kids would be prepping for next year going, yeah. you know, I've, I've had a go at that, I liked it, okay, I want to enroll. Exactly. Like they're getting a little taste, a little teaser, and they're, they're saying, you know, this is something that I want to do after I leave school at the end of this year. I'm going to go to Fitzydale Radio Broadcasting School. That place was tops. And in a culinary sense, this is the this is the trimer you get at the supermarket. Yeah, this you know? is the trial. This is the <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to try this? Don't the try tr- the test meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink the apple juice. Yeah, yeah. Just put on that fake moustache and keep coming back and trying that Chardonnay. Yeah. Um, no, so I mean that's it. You know, like so they they're gonna probably have to go to Tauranga or uh, I don't know. Do they have somewhere in, something in Wellington? Or, yeah. Well, one of the two just sort of made noises. But potentially relocation down to say Monaco or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not entirely sure. Um, it's an interesting thing because I mean, let's look at one of the biggest reasons that I can see why the whole place here on 450 uh, Queen Street is going to be. It was 450 Queen Street. No, it is, bro. Okay. Yeah, you got it good. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah I don't <laughs> you know at, you I are. don't look at addresses, you know, because <laughs> I don't. I don't drive. I walk. So you know, what do I need a sign for? Um, but so. Uh, one of the main reasons that this whole unit, this whole building will be shut down is because probably, and this this is, you know, this is a bit of guessing, but it's probably because the majority of the classes that are held here at this site are for international students coming in and um, working towards getting their residency and such. And with COVID, with the lockdown of the borders, there's, you know, there, there's no future insight as to when uh, people from other countries or students from other countries are going to be able to come over to our country and get in and be able to take these classes. So if that is the crux of their money-making scheme... And that's the, the bank, that's right. And man. the radio part is not making as much in terms of students coming in, um, then they've probably decided to lock the whole place down. But in saying that, when we first started our first class was the biggest class that Fitzy Day had had. They'd had, you know, I think, what, 12 or their highest was 18... 
or 17 uh, students in one, yeah, one intake. Yeah, what are we? We had 26 or oh, something? I think we started. Yeah, we started at like 26. 30. Yeah, yeah. And so 26 <clears throat> people each paid, you know, about 6.5K to be here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's, it's going to pay for some tutors and some expenses, man. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, but what it's showing is it's showing growth and interest in the industry. So it's having people, you know, you've got your number of a small amount of we're interested in learning and getting a, a diploma in radio broadcasting, and then you've got a, a much larger number the next year. That, that's proving growth. That there's more interest. That's that right. More people are going and out there. Anyone looking at this, even from an accounting perspective, that is the that's the idea of any program, any institution, any scheme that's going to turn a profit, be yeah, it big growth. or small. It's growth. That's right. It's that's right. it's you know that was this this year. Now it's going to be slightly better next year. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we're obviously we're speculating. We don't have the numbers behind us. We don't. We're not sitting down at the Fitzday uh, kind of meetings down in Wellington and saying, "All right, let's look at the numbers. How does this work? Is this actually worth it?" The growth might not just. It just might not be worth it in the long run. But uh, again, another point on the whole COVID front, which is probably, I wouldn't say probably, it has caused this uh, building to be shut down, is the whole situation with COVID and the borders. Um, is that there was a rise in radio listening during the lockdown period. Absolutely there was. Radio became, well, even more so, a, a staple of the uh, household diet, if you will. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah the household diet, I yeah, like it. Man. Yeah, yeah. And do you know, do you want to say it's actually real nice? Since I um, recently reinvested in a stereo, um, an actual stereo, I don't listen to it on my phone anymore. I find it far nicer to turn that stereo on, actually tune it to the frequency. I almost enjoy but the nostalgia involved. And, you know, it just plays along in the background. I can still muck around on my phone because yeah, yeah. the problem being when it's streaming, it's almost, it doesn't dominate the device, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. if you want to do something else, you got to pause that, you know? Yeah, you like want to watch a video or something quickly. Yeah, that's Somebody it. Somebody sent you a clip, clip and you want to hear that while you're listening to the radio. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I mean, and, and that's, that's kind of a part of it too. So, People have, have been listening to more radio, so there's um, there's there there will be more interest in people joining the radio scene. You know, I I myself chose to um, come to Fitzidaya and and study radio because in my mind um, radio doesn't go it doesn't become obsolete. We live in a world where technology leaps. I mean, it's just. It progresses and bounds and leaps. It is. Uh, it has exponential growth, right? And so, and that just means that it gets, you know, faster and faster. The new phone that's coming out, it's going to be coming out the next day after the last launch. Like it's going to get faster and faster and faster. But and so, what happens there is that a whole lot of industries become obsolete due to the speed of technology changing. Um, as an example, like the your video easy going out and getting a, a, a VCR. Yeah, you got your oh VCR God, and you yeah. get your tape, right? And you go and hire that and you put it in your thing and then DVDs came along. So the whole place turned to DVDs and then they uh, and then they started handing out DVDs and they weren't doing so well. And then that, that uh, what was that? That whole business, Fatso. Do you, do you remember I Fatso? I remember Fatso. So I used to get Fatso. Did you? Yeah, and you just get DVDs sent in the mail to you. And really? And you chuck them on and watch That's them. That's very now, reminiscent of the old Virgin Record days. Yeah, well now... Uh, Richard Branson, Yeah, you know? send them yeah. out. Give a taste, give a taste, give a taste. But I mean, I'll tell you what, um, that went obsolete real quick because, you, you know, streaming started coming in. It's still physical. That's the problem. And so the entire stores, Video Easies and all of them were wiped out. Completely wiped out. So if you had... Um, if you had planned at some point to have um, 
so if you'd have planned to have you know a video store in your future because you were like ah oh, this is the future you were you were getting involved in a in a company that was going to become obsolete so i chose radio because i thought to myself radio is consistent it has been consistent since uh, the first time they opened since up the, the dawn of radio mate yeah yeah it was either you know people like hodaki getting out in the boat and doing it themselves and bringing the music to the people and there was kind of a rebellious sense to it there was a whole lot but there was it's also so much information is handed down through radio when you need it. And it, it, it can't be knocked out like other things. Like uh, Vodafone's not going to have a problem and all of their network go down and then radio will stop. It just means you won't be able to stream radio. The radio waves will still, will still be out there, still running. And, yeah. and uh, like probably 90, 95% of cars have a tuner that could receive the local stations. Yeah. Therefore, that keeps, that, that like you say, that, that part of the market open. That's right. And national emergencies... Um, we use we rely solely on radio for it. So That's right. you think about the uh, the the Christchurch earthquakes, the Christchurch shootings. Um, unfortunately, yeah, there's two two Christchurch examples. Those poor buggies. But they, uh, you know, people just started tuning into the radio, and some of it they were just listening to the radio all day because they wanted to get that update as soon as it came in. I remember the mosque shootings, um, and I was listening to the radio all day. I was overseas listening to the ra- to New Zealand, New Zealand radio, radio when it happened. See, there it is. And so I thought to myself, I will go study radio. Now, I thought I might not end up in radio, um, but I would have all the skills so I could join any faction of, the, of a radio station and help. That's right. Um, but I'd also learn all these other skills in, in terms of, you know, post-production, in terms of recording voice, uh, voice techniques like we've been learning from our, our mentor, Barry. Um, shout out to Beza. <laughs> shout out to Beza. And, um, and of course, these amazing teachers that we have here. And yeah, I am schmoozing a little bit because, um, you know, they're, they're the ones who are listening to this podcast. Um, give me more money. Wait, no, you guys don't pay me. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but, so, Study like, pay me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look how nice I am to the teachers. But, but they, are, they are a passionate bunch of, of teachers with a huge, I mean, you, you put these guys in a room together and you get a huge get wealth of knowledge. You get magic, mate. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they I work really well. They're lovely before. to yeah. Oh, you I, said that before? I, I, I was talking to uh, our, our journalism tutor, Murden, the uh, yeah, Welsh wizard of journalism. Yes. <laughs> That's the you know, reason I say that, because Murden is actually the Welsh term for Merlin. Yeah. And that yeah, was, so I put it all together. That was a hard name to remember when we first started. And, and you and, said, just think Merlin. And yeah. roll your R's or something. Uh, Merlin, Mer, Merlin with double D's, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. That's, I mean, that's right, though. There is, um, you know, they're really easy to get along with. But I think in a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of us know and, and understand this, that you've had teachers who've lost some kind of passion. Well, that's uh, they, the they point I made on. with them before. Yeah. I said, it's such a shame that this is happening because you, like, I've done a bit of study in my life and, like, you guys are literally the most, the best and most enthusiastic te- yeah. tutors or teachers, if you will, uh, of any I've ever met. Well, that's you, right. They actually want to help the students be better. They, that, yeah. they aren't just here to collect the paycheck. So, I mean, they, they are, they're not only just passionate about their craft, you know, like you, you talk to Meriden about writing or words in general, and he, he has a passion for specific words and the way they're woven together. Well, and, think of know, Thought Bubble Thursday. That's his creation. Yeah. Oh, everyone that, pick a word and chat about that's it. That's just you good. Know, that's just good mental health, that is. It, it? it really is. Yeah, yeah. And a, a day to kind of open up and see that other people are going through a hard time as well, and as well as you getting to share what you're going through and, you know, vent a little bit if you need to. That's brilliant. 
Yeah. They it's... should do that in every, and it every do, it office. Doesn't, it doesn't have the scumbag effect of a comment section. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, what I mean? Because I feel like everyone who's in the hard time just the puts it on Insta or Facebook or something, you know. But but yeah, the, the Thought Bubble Thursday is generally of a positive note. You yeah. Know? And then there's right. none of this. Yeah, like I say, none of the scumbag comments and all that well, sort of thing. Yeah, and that's good. Because no used cars for sale in the corner. <laughs> if somebody was to say, you know, I'm stressed out, I feel like I'm overloaded with work and things like that, it's, yeah, not only are you getting to vent, but then you get, you know, a, a tutor or another student who says, you know, it's all good, man. Like, I'm also stressing out, but I've got a plan for it. Um, we're just going to take it step by step. We're going to eat that elephant a little piece at a time, um, and which is a murder insane. And um, eat the elephant. I've eaten. And, I've eaten donkey and horse. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you should eat elephants. Anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the kind of uh, that's coming from Leo the lion. Don't eat elephants, man. They'll stomp your ass. They'll stomp your ass. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Down at the watering hole, man. It gets yeah. rough. Oh, it's baby. dangerous. Yeah, you you pick that weak one. Yeah. <laughs> you wait. Maybe um, we'll avoid elephants. Maybe we'll eat buffalo. Yeah, I like yeah. buffalo wings. They're made from buffalo. Oh, good. I'll be quite honest. I this thought is a buffalo... brilliant segue. <laughs> I thought buffalo wings were made from buffaloes. Did you really? I actually thought that until like last year. Last year? I'd never eaten oh. buffalo wing and I got them and I'm like, these, oh these my. are chicken. Can I, what is this? Can I do my podcast with somebody who's got a bit more sense? <laughs> Good luck, mate. Just oh. some common sense, just a little bit. Oh, oh, I'm the epitome of common sense oh, in this classroom. Okay, hold on. So let's just we're just gonna we're just gonna park the whole fifty day closing. <laughs> this this to me is far more interesting. Where on the buffalo did you think the little wings came from? I didn't think of it. I just thought it was meat, and somehow, like I'd never even seen one. I'd never even bothered to Google it. I just said saw it on the menu at various you know pubs or whatever. And yeah, gone, yeah. Oh, you didn't okay. think you didn't buffalo? S- yeah, nice. You didn't see the little <laughs> chicken wing. You were just like, oh, buffalo wings. So you couldn't imagine the actual food itself. Completely did not even think twice about it. So you're thinking these are probably little shaved slices, little shaved of bits buffalo of buffalo, or... like <laughs> yeah. you know, really, really dragging the piece of steak out. We're <laughs> <laughs> just like, that's amazing. They grabbed a, you know, they grabbed the bones of a chicken and then they. They squeezed a whole lot of buffalo meat around it and then deep fried it. It's so <laughs> delicious. Ah, mm, delicious. Weird though, tastes just like chicken. <laughs> I know, right? Everything tastes like chicken though. That's, what, that's an expression. I, I, Do you I, know what else tastes like chicken? Crocodile tastes like chicken. Well, yeah, yeah. Fishy chicken. Uh, what was the other one, the weird one I ate? Uh, Fishy chicken. That doesn't sound, that sounds off. Nah, sorry, I, I put that wrong. It's kind of, it's like a flavoursome chicken, I guess you'd call it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but fish, it's it's not fishy. It's definitely fishy not fishy. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely Flavorsham. not. It's definitely not fishy. But you like maybe it's just because you know you're eating a crock. Like that's maybe where you, you you're thinking about. Oh, you, this should taste like this. And you, you, yeah, you you're, you're kind of uh, having a placebo effect about its aquatic nature. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, speaking of aquatic nature and those sort of things, you know, it's an interesting creature. What's that? A platypus. Oh yeah, and you know I, I went to the um, the reptile park yeah, over the uh, central coast, so like I don't know, hundred or so kilometers north of Sydney or whatever yeah. it is. Platypuses, when they first discovered them in Australia, are they platypuses or are they platypi? 
That's a good question. And then you played a pie if you ate them. Uh, yeah, because I immediately did think like it made a pie. pie. Yeah, was like, oh, yeah, what do you want, mate? I've got uh, mince and cheese, steak and cheese, or platy pie. Does yeah. it taste like fishy beef? <laughs> 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 it tastes um, like three different animals. <laughs> when when they sent the first specimen of a platypus back to England, yeah, know, hey, old boy, look at this thing I found. Oh, of course, yeah, because they thought it was fake, man. Yeah, of they're course. like, this isn't real. Like you've, you've stuck just it stitched together. animals together, you you sick people. Yeah, I'm like now. No, old boy, it's good. this is as we found it. <laughs> yes. Present this to the Queen. One you know. of the prisoners we had left stranded on that island found this. <laughs> oh, he's just trying to get out of his, his sentence. You shall <laughs> not. Demons. I mean, yeah, let's, that is actually one of the stranger animals. I mean, it's got a, it's got a beak, like a, like a, a, fat, uh, like a flat-billed duck. It's got... Uh, it's got a body like a beaver and a beaver tail. Yes. Uh, it's also venomous it has venomous it has spurs on its back legs like a rooster that are venomous but then it has because it's a marsupial it has a pouch like a kangaroo and yet it swims underwater like it primarily swims underwater yeah it lives like a beaver you know it just hangs out under there it is the craziest city it's like it's pond scum. It's like, you know, at, at uh, the beginning of, say, an RPG game where you create a character. Oh, boy, and do I. And, and there's, yeah, I, I know you do. Hence, hence the reference, right? And are we going to talk gaming, Slane? Is that all we're going to, can we, can we dude, make this I would whole love podcast to talk, about I would love to talk gaming. <laughs> yeah, I, me, man. I will go ham. But it's like, you know, when you click the random button and you get the most stupid looking character come through? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, because there's always like, <laughs> yeah, and yes. it's always fun to do, man. Yes. You're like, what do you got for me today, buddy, Bethesda? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so if you don't if you don't play RPGs like I do every waking moment, I, I feel like actually my CV is just uh, a, a real... A plethora I, of, it's a, of a skill tree. It's a, <laughs> it's a skill <laughs> tree. It's an IRL uh, RPG <laughs> I'm playing with my CV, and I'm trying to level it up. Uh, but so in in a in a role playing game on a computer, you go in and you create your character and you get all your options. Like you can change the hair, you can change the uh, the skin tone, the face. Then some of them go really deep. Eh? like the brows, the nose, oh, the dude. cheekbones, the, the brow of yeah. the nose. I played one that was uh, that you change your endowment. What and is? I, I mean, you like, know, downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. How big you and small you were. <laughs> how do they represent that? What is it like? Uh, oh, it is, you've, you've got breakfast sausage, something, and then eggplant. <laughs> Honestly, it just it just has a it just has a slide bar. <laughs> you can just slide it up. But it's it's quite a funny thing because you slide it too far. Hang on, which game is this that you need to worry about endowment of the this player? This is uh, Conan Exiles. But I, oh, I, the caveman one. Yeah, the caveman. One. But oh, I tell dude. You, so it was I when you as a male. When you are picking <laughs> picking endowment size, and to be honest, you don't have to do it. So a lot of games, I just skip. This. Do you just flick straight to the big one? Like, well, because you, you do, right? Me. You do. You go. You go to both both extremes to see what you've got. It was the little and one, then, like a cold day in the bath. And then something. you think, well, you think, <laughs> then you think to yourself, do I give myself the dream willy, or do I give myself my own willy? And then, and then you kind of get stuck in this kind of headspace of like, you know, it's almost if you go bigger than you actually are, you're kind of kicking yourself. You shoot <laughs> yeah. yourself in the foot, so to speak. Yeah. Do yeah. you go smaller so you feel better about yourself? You've got this. <laughs> you're playing a game with this hulking caveman, but hey, who's really bigger? Oh. You know, like, but so yeah, I skip that. So well, can what, I ask what Slane's saying on the on the fact of the platypus thing? Is that when you're creating your character and you have all these options, you'll just have a button that randomizes all of the options. Entirely randomizes. Entirely randomizes. In case you can't be bothered. So it just clicks and it creates the character. And sometimes when you get all these options like length of arm or, you know, breadth of chest or a size of endowment, you get 
a really, really weird character thrown together. And that, it does feel like God's been playing a bit of a life RPG with us. 100%. And he was just like, uh, hey, you didn't do the dishes, honey. And he's like, oh, yeah, just a minute. I just, I just need to make the platypus. I've written its name in. No, no. You said you're doing the dishes now. Like, uh, ah, random. I've really got to do it. Random, buddy. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he got a beak, a beaver, a rooster, and all the bits of life. All who acts like a fish. Yeah, yeah. he's all like, oh, I live in the water too. Of course you do. I think that's all we've got time for today, but uh, I believe there's a whole lot more to say on Platy Pie and Endowment Sliders. So uh, oh, yes. thank you for tuning in to the Leo the Lion Slain the Main podcast, and we'll catch you next time.